but Spider-Man was the coolest. To me, there was all the other superheroes and there was Spider-Man. Hello and welcome to the Cancelled Movie Report, the documentary podcast series that talks about the best movies that Hollywood never made. My name is Michael Campbell and I will be your host, but joining me again for this second part, as always, is actor and comedian Eden Porter. Thank you for having me, Cambo. Now, this is part two of our report on James Cameron's Spider-Man. So, if you haven't listened to part one, make sure you do that first. But, if you need a little reminder, here is a quick recap of the story so far. Important to note that uh, one of the producers, a guy with the last name Golan, from Canon Films, insisted that even though it no longer belongs to Canon, he insisted that he must stay on as a producer. Peter, you're going to be late! It's morning, and she's calling up the stairs to Peter Parker, aged 17. Peter daydreams about the girl across the room, Mary Jane Watson. Now, Mary Jane is going out with one of the school's top studs, Nathan McCready, AKA Flash. Stinging pain and sees the spider and he smashes it. He stands there rubbing his hand. He goes to Mary Jane's house. He drops down from the roof and looks in her window like a creep. This is massive stalkering. Now, Peter figures there must be some way to make some money with his newfound powers. He gets another piece and writes, Spider-Man. Nah, he turns it over to write something else, but then he turns it back. Hmm. A booking agent sees him and wants to put him on public access variety shows. The kind of a gong show of weird acts. Now, a figure is watching from a high-backed chair, watching the amazing Spider-Man on his variety show. Find out everything you can about Spider-Man. Yes, sir. During their spider project together, Peter and Mary Jane bond. Uh, so through a row of bushes, we see Flash grab Mary Jane by the arm and spin her around. They are arguing. Flash slaps her across the face. What? Flash spins and sees a guy in a black fishnet mask. He punches Flash so hard that he flies 10 feet. Spider-Man is leaving backstage when he's approached by the most beautiful woman he's ever met. Cordelia. There is an address and a time for a rendezvous if he wants to learn more. Enter Sandman. It doesn't say <laughs> enter Sandman. Enter, it no, says, it doesn't. Enter. Peter kicks Boyd in the face, but his face dissolves again into sand, which runs down, his whole body losing its form, dripping into a puddle of sand, which drains through the grates, down into the tunnels below the alley. And now, let's get back to the film. Now, we're back with Peter, and he's been doing his TV show rounds. But the TV shows can't pay him in cash, so he has a sleazy booking agent cash checks for him. Peter goes in to collect the money, but the guy is broke, out of business. Sleazy agent says, Go ahead, you want to call the cops? Call them. I'm sure they'll be happy to press charges for you the second you take off that stupid mask and show them some ID. Peter is leaving and he encounters a robbery in progress. Can I just say, before he gets the robbery, yeah. that's a great accent. Oh, thank you very much. Right? That's very good. You've been working on that. I I've can been, tell. The, I've been, Sleazy Agent has been the character I've been living with these last few months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Between season one of Cancel Movie Report and season two, I've been slipping in and out of Sleazy Agent. <laughs> Now, as Peter's leaving, he encounters a robbery in progress on the same floor. The thief is wearing a ski mask. Peter notices the thief has a tattoo of a cobra on his hand. What? 
it's just something to be recognised later. Oh, okay. It's, it's not it's, Cobra Man. No, 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 no. 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 It's not. just like, you know how they need to have a thing so then later he's like, oh my God, it's There's the Cobra, the Cobra tattoo. Th- yeah. Which again, I think happened in the Andrew Garfield movie, right? He's looking for a tattoo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you remember seeing it when he yeah. goes, his- yeah, you're right. The thief runs past Peter and down the stairs. A security guard runs up uh, a fat guy with no chance of, crat- of catching the criminal. He recognises the Spider-Man costume. He tells Peter to go get the guy because he can't. Spider-Man says, That's not my job. Peter secretly changes and returns to the parking lot to meet his Uncle Ben. Uh-oh. Only to find a small crowd of people gathered around someone lying on the ground. It's his uncle. <gasps> he was shot in the chest by a carjacker who pulled him out of the car and took off. Peter watches him die before the ambulances get there. Uncle Ben. He tracks the guy down to a warehouse and goes in to get him. He drops into the room and the guy laughs after he sees him. The killer says, these are, Now, these are James Cameron's words. Okay, not yours. Wow, the fag in the tuts. Oh, we keep bumping into each other. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, look, it's a product of the time. He grabs the killer and slams him against the wall, probably for that slur. Yeah, you're probably. <laughs> ah, yeah. We don't use words like that anymore. <laughs> Wanting to pound the life out of him, he hauls back his fist to smash the guy's face in. And suddenly, he sees the cobra tattoo on the back of the man's hand. Cut to two cops driving through the park. Spider-Man drops down in their headlights with the killer over his shoulder and tells him that he is the killer of Ben Parker. Peter expects to see some justice done, but the cops try and arrest Spider-Man too. What? He fights them off and escapes. I like the idea that he was definitely going to kill that guy. And yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. oh wait, no, you're the one that killed, the robbed the guy. I'll let you off. Yeah, well, like, yeah. It's, it's a- you know, uh, man, it's, it's, he's, he's a young teen. He's confused. He's he doesn't confused. know what's going he's, on. He's, he's coming all over his bed sheets. <laughs> now... The local TV station owned by J. Jonah Jameson runs a story in the evening news about the two cops that were assaulted by a mysterious character known as the Spider-Man. Spider-Man becomes a one-man anti-crime wave. One night, he sees cops beating the shit out of a guy. That's what it says. Whoa. (laughs) And interviews... he He intervenes and webs up the two cops. Now, Spider-Man is officially a wanted criminal. And now, as a felon, he can't make any more public appearances for money. He's back to square one. Oh, no. Broke. And without an uncle. Peter is working with Mary Jane to finish up the science project. Discovers- That's still going on. That This entire time, yeah, yeah. this science project has been going on in the background. Now, here's the thing. It's quite a subplot, this He discovers project. that Mary Jane is quite a fan. Of Spider-Man. Well, that doesn't make sense because we already know that she would never <laughs> yeah. date a man spider. She thinks that he is mysterious and romantic. Oh, my God. Now, what evidence does she have for romantic? romantic? He's done nothing but beat criminals to a pulp. You know, the way that he smashed Flash's head into the car <laughs> is very romantic. Yeah. When when Flash awoke from his coma, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he gave me a very detailed account. Uh, now, he follows her as she is walking home, spying again, obviously. When suddenly a group of punks approach her and they start attacking Mary Jane, who swoops in. But Spider-Man, he fights off all the punks and he rescues Mary Jane. Now, a very similar scene to what appears in the Sam Raimi film. And also, who would have played the punk? This is a James Cameron film. Would have been Bill Paxton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always playing Jim Cameron Come on, punks. Man. <laughs> no snack for a walk. <laughs> 
Now, uh, now he takes her to the top of the 1964 World's Fair in Flushing Meadow Park. With the confidence which the mask gives him, he kisses her through the fabric. Oh, so this isn't a roll-up yeah, kiss. Yeah, it's not, is, it's not the sexy is, upside down is, in the no, rain no, kiss. No, this is just face on, on fabric. Upside down kiss. That rain must have been going straight up his nose. Um, was he... There was... Yes. Yeah, yeah night, there was nightmare. correct. No, but, no, no, but spiders... Don't allow water up their noses. Well, Mary Jane would never date a spider. Yeah, okay. She's made true. that clear. This is true. This is true. Now, Peter, in costume, goes to the rendezvous point that was given to him by Cordelia. He's met by Cordelia and Strand. This begins the most important relationship of the film. That's what Mr. Cameron has written. Okay. Strand is looking for others like him. He describes finding Boyd, who is doing nickel and dime bank jobs with his new powers as Sandman. He explains Boyd's origin, similar to the comics. Uh, it's like the, 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 he's got the sick daughter and whatnot. Yeah. And he apologizes for Boyd's behavior the other night, but he felt it was necessary to get Spider-Man's attention. Strand says that the whole Spider-Man costume and character are pretty juvenile, and he wants oh, to know who he, who he was really talking to here. He asks him to remove his mask, but Peter won't. Oh, good. Cordelia comes on to Peter trying to get him to relax. Strand watches as Cordelia does her thing. Is that Pe- her superpower? <laughs> sexiness. Yeah. With sexiness and wetsuits. Wetsuits, yeah. I can make anything sexy, even wetsuits. <laughs> now, this is... James Cameron wrote won an Academy Award for screenwriting, right, with Titanic? Yeah. He says, Peter gets a bad vibe. <laughs> <laughs> End of scene. <laughs> Strand takes him aside and says, if Peter joins him, he can have his fills of Cordelia's. They come with the territory. Hang on, Bro, what, that there's, pile, mul- there's pile, multiple... That pile of dead women. Yeah, in there's mul- they're all Cordelia? Yeah, the Cordelia type. Yeah, you know, yeah, They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're the got, beauty. They clone all the Cordelia's <laughs> and they've got Cordelia's on tap. Strand holds a light bulb by its base between his two fingers. He holds it over Peter's head and makes it glow. Starting to get the idea. No, it doesn't. No, <laughs> no one would actually shoot that. Hey, it looks like you've got an idea above your head, Spider-Man. No, that's... Spider-Man's like, wait, wait. I'll, I'll think. I'll, I'll do that. The fingers on the chin, and I'll rub my chin, and you hold the light bulb. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Spider-Man says he's not interested in a girl with values that are screwed up. Wow, and, said like a seventeen-year-old, and he's not sure he likes Strand anymore either. Strand. Blasts Peter across the room with a bolt of power, stunning him. He tries to remove Peter's mask, but Peter fights back. He dodges energy blasts by leaping to the ceiling, the walls, etc. That's Academy (laughs) Award-winning screenwriter, Mr. Cameron. (laughs) Now Boyd comes in and carnage, the carnage intensifies. Peter gets zapped and almost loses consciousness. He shoots a web, snagging a huge aquarium and topples it over in an explosion of glass and thousands of gallons of water which cascade around Strand's feet. Spider-Man escapes. Because water... Yeah. Actually, water's good against sand and And electricity. electricity. There you go. You're something, Peter. And also more property damage by Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, big time, big time. He loves explosions of glass. That's how it described the Porsche being smashed as well. It's weird as well because it it seems like anyone gets powers if you're just, like, hit with something. (laughs) Like, it's like the Sandman. He's, like, in the sand field and he gets hit by something. Lightning gets hit by... I'm surprised... Someone didn't get hit by that water tank there and was just like, now I've got water powers. That's the newer streamlined origin of Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, good. (laughs) Someone pulls an aquarium on top of him. (laughs) 
Spider-Man escapes. Strand picks up some of Peter's stray webbing. He pulls on it with all his strength. He can't break it. Hmm. I've got an idea. <laughs> Old light bulb hmm, with four M's for those. Wow, that that's a lot of light bulbs. <laughs> yeah, he holds off above his head. <laughs> and then hmm. another one. <laughs> Strand begins a campaign to win Spider-Man. To win him? To, to, you know, to, to get him on his side. To win him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Though it just says to win Spider-Man. Okay, I was going to say, Jim, like you missed a couple of words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, first, he buys a TV station and gives J. Jonah Jameson the unlimited budget to bash Spider-Man. So he wants him to, he wants the public to hate him and he wants Spider-Man so, to have no other options. So this is like him becoming um, Alex Jones. Yeah, a little bit. This is what Strand says to J. Jonah Jameson. Here's what you do. You will fixate on Spider-Man. You will devote every program solely to him. You will not rest until this psychopath is arrested and his identity is revealed. He is a menace to the public. Trust me, your ratings will soar. This is, and this is, and we'll call the network Fox News. Because <laughs> 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 I was like, the more you know. <laughs> Fair and balanced. Yeah, he's becoming like a like yeah. a like a Rupert Murdoch this type. Is, this is exactly what's going he's on. He's a big player. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he's a mega player. Mega mega player. Sorry. Uh, now Peter Peter's costume got wrecked in the big fight with Strand and Sandman. Can't be fixed. He goes looking for a new suit, and incredibly, Spider Man has become so popular that his costume is available in specialty stores for 120 bucks. They even have his size. Peter shrugs and buys it. What the heck? It's better than his old one anyway. So how meta is this then? Yeah. <laughs> he, his costume only came... It's like a paradox. Yeah. It's like a grand, grandfather paradox. Yeah. How did you get the costume? Did you make it or buy it? Well, funnily enough, funnily enough I made it, so then they, they made, made it, it, and then I brought it. it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Aunt May can't make the house payments on just her social security check. No. Not now with the medical bills piling up. Wasn't Ben, like, in, had life insurance? But... Here's the thing. It says now with the medical bills piling up. It doesn't necessarily go into what yeah, that is. Yeah, whose medical bills? I don't know. Someone's. Well, yeah, I did. Now, during one of the crime-fighting nights, Peter discovers $20,000 in 20s and 50s sitting on a coffee table of a drug dealer's house. Oh. He's just dropped in on. He's hovering on the brink of going over the line of becoming a criminal himself. He sees the opportunity right in front of him. It would be so easy. He leaps out of the window with the money. Oh, what? He took it? Cut two. Next morning. A parking lot in a bad neighborhood. Suddenly, hundreds of bills come fluttering down oh, into frame like green snow. Scattering far and wide on the wind, kids chase the bills up and down the blocks. What was I going to do? Track down all the crackheads and, and give it back? Anyway, I figured there's more than one way to be a saint in this world. What I gotta tell you, even fighting Sandman was easier than turning that bag upside down. So he's done the right thing. Thank God, you Spider-Man. Think, uh, you, oh, man. You, know, you know, Jim. Jim. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. Uh, he loves morals and he loves values. They're right and there, he's going to instill them into Peter. I mean, he does 
beat people into within an inch of their life and spy <laughs> on ladies, but uh, he won't take money. But he money. knows to make exactly. And you know what? He says it's easy to take that money, but really, you've got to get that money cleaned. You've got it like you can't show <laughs> yeah, the tax. You. You've got to like like that's a whole nother film. Yeah. If he actually is, takes is he going to ruin? But like, even if he dumps it, is he going to ruin the economy of that small neighborhood? A large injection of cash, cash can exactly. be dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> think of the prices. Sky <laughs> and Apple, twenty dollars. And then that that area becomes like gentrified, and then all the rich white people move in, and then they're out of homes. And then, thanks, okay. Spider Man. <laughs> now, cut to Mary Jane doing a TV interview. She's introduced as a local high school girl who has actually met and talked to the Spider Man. She's come forward and she says. Yeah, because I saw him beat the living shit out of Flash. (laughs) That's how I know he's gentle and kind. But I just want to reiterate around him, I would never date a spider. I want as many people, I want to broadcast this as wide as I can. Now, Mary Jane. So is this on J. Gemma Jadenson's show? Yeah, I guess so. Because I guess like Strand owns the media now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Mary Jane goes uh, alone to her private spot. She's sitting, thinking, when she hears something behind her. She turns. The Spider-Man drops down to her. She gasps, startled with his sudden presence. She feels a rush of excitement. He brings presence. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Suddenly. (laughs) Uh, With his sudden presence, uh, she feels a rush of excitement as he offers her hand to help her up. He says, Do you trust me? Where are we going? It's a surprise. Cut to the Brooklyn Bridge. A stunning aerial shot. A tiny shape. Swinging in an arc, racing past the supporting cables, sweeps towards us. It is Spidey with MJ in his arms. He shoots another strand and swings once on top of one of the to- the big the big towers. The big that, yeah, yeah. And he races up the side and he places Mary Jane down on the bridge. Oh wow, very tender, very very, very gently. Now, in in the Sam Raimi Spider Man, we had the iconic upside down kiss, which is the romantic scene. It was kind of. It became like a touchstone of pop culture. Yeah. Would you like to hear James Cameron's version of this? Can I warn you? Before you listen to this, you cannot unhear what you're about to hear, and it is the weirdest thing you'll ever hear. Yes. Courtship among the spiders is highly ritualized. It varies from species to species. The male spider may circle the female or wave his front legs to signal he is not prey. Spider-Man moves in a hypnotic arc around her. He raises his hands in a dance-like movement. The female usually signals her willingness by an uncharacteristic passivity. In certain crab spiders, such as Zycisticus, the male will attach strands of silk to the female, tying her limbs. Since the female can break free at any time, the bonds have only symbolic significance. The male must be very bald to take such liberties with the predatory female. Yes, he is bold, but he must also trust her. Close your eyes. Wow. That is Academy Award winning screenwriter, 
Jim Cameron. With uh, try it's it's spider sex scene. So just a second. What? This the hell was that? Is it's spider are you bondage? Kidding me? Are you kidding me? I love that like it's such a clunky, clunky scene of dialogue trying to be sexy, but he like names species Spider, of spiders. That is, there is nothing I think categorically there is nothing less sexy mm. than naming scientific species <laughs> of spiders. And the fact that like I, I love our voice actors. But boy we give them a challenge. Oh big time. To try and make sexy the phrase the predatory female <laughs> <laughs> Must be very I, bold. I, I just, that is that is quite possibly the worst sex scene. Yeah, I could ever think of. <laughs> He's doing like he, the the fact that it even mentioned that he was waving his hands around <laughs> in some sort of like he had him in the air, state. like he just didn't care. This is insane. Mm. Now, we've had some weird sex scenes on this show yeah, before. I think this takes the case. This is right up there with, um, with Arnold Schwarzenegger what? bursting out of a dead donkey in <laughs> Crusade. This is right up there with weirdness. This is right up there with praise Allah yeah, yeah. in the middle of a th- <laughs> the throes of passion yeah. from that movie. Here, here's what this screams of to me. James Cameron, uh, whatever the mid-90s equivalent of a quick Google of spider mating, mating rituals. rituals. Yeah. Copy, paste into script right above Peter Parker as like a dialogue box. That's that's a hundred percent. It's just like oh oh this this spider like ties them up. This spider is like gentle but not this spider. It's it's such a. I was surprised they didn't go with like and now the female bites off the male's head. <laughs> and here's <clears throat> here's just a little peek behind the curtain, right? Because we we send these scripts off to voice actors. Uh, and sometimes we work with them and sometimes they, they'll deliver things and we'll, we'll power to <laughs> our cast for not coming back being like, what is this? I'm not, do- I'm not <laughs> I'm doing not, this. I'm not saying I'm not doing these lights. You can't make me say There's no Absolute money in the world trooper. that will make me say I this. love our voice cast so much, but oh man, the things we get them to do and they- oh. That is right up there. That is right. How dare you, Cambo? How but- dare you? Yes, we do now have a tender bondage spider themed sex scene on top of the Brooklyn Bridge. You know what? And then she, and then it's and then her, thousands of babies come out of her and start <laughs> consuming her corpse. Well, you want to know how much Mary Jane loved it? How much? We cut to Mary Jane at school the next day. She's humming happily as she lets a tarantula walk over her no, arm no way. in the science room. <laughs> She's got to think of spiders now. She's got to think of spiders how quickly now. Remember? Death. She didn't gets, like them and now she likes them. Now she that's called them. a character arc. Oh, okay. So that's her big character arc. <laughs> what? Okay, this is crazy, right? The female characters in this are almost non-existent. Criminally underwritten. But it's weird because James Cameron, I would say, is quite known for very strong, strong female, female leads. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, he, he's, he wrote Alan Ripley in Aliens. Uh, yeah. I, I, I even, like, Sigourney, I mean, Sigourney Weaver pops up in a lot of his things. Sarah Connor is like an iconic, yeah. like... It's crazy. Again, I think he's working out some stuff. We had a similar theory when it came to Indiana Jones. It, like, there's some personal issues yeah. being worked out here, and I know that it, you know, uh, James Cameron did get divorced at some point in the '90s. Oh, Maybe this yeah. is what's happening. I don't know. <clears throat> we got Strand in his luxurious living room. Boyd is showing him a videotape that he shot the night before. It's shaky, long lens shot, quite amateurish. 
We, that's just a bit of a critique from uh, acclaimed filmmaker James Cameron. Like, hey, we're amateur yeah, stuff. This looks shit. He's made of sand. <laughs> he didn't have a dolly. He didn't have a crane. There's not a pan inside. Now we see Spider-Man drop down to MJ, startling her, and then him and MJ kissing. Finally, he hoists her up in her arm and swings off into the darkness. So they've spotted Spider-Man has a connection with this young teenager, Mary Jane Watson. And then he goes, oh, I've got an idea. <laughs> It's got light bulbs everywhere. <laughs> quick, quick, put the light bulb on. <laughs> Get me a light bulb. Stat. Sandman comes to MJ that night and puts her to sleep. Does well, hey, Excuse me, what that's, was that? That's, uh, so M- he comes to MJ. Is that one MJ, of his powers now? No, no, the next sentence will explain it. When the chloroform wears off, oh, okay. <laughs> she wakes up at Strand's place. But Mr. Sandman, <laughs> send me a drink. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> But again, like, not not the best written sentence, is it? No, no. I'll give him uh, a break. When MJ turns up missing, Peter goes to her house. He finds traces of sand in her room. He figures out what has happened, and he arrives at the mansion in Midtown. He searches the mansion, can't find them, but he finds Cordelia dead. Strand was in a hurry. He didn't have time to jumpstart her. Oh no! After their farewell kiss, I don't know about the Strand character. He sounds he sounds like a terrible individual <laughs> leaving a bevy of dead women behind him. <laughs> and it, he's a villain, what has he got? A huge bank of TV monitors all show the same image. It's Strand's smiling face held in pause from the VCR. <laughs> VCR, which is a technology that will never dent. <laughs> yeah, good on you, Jim. Peter hits play. Strand pulls Mary Jane into frame with him. I just want to say this. I love a villain that's kind of meticulously planned. So he's obviously recorded this message, put it in. He's like rewound it to the point that oh, he needs yes. to be. Yes. He's clicked pause. pause like, all right, like, now when he comes in, this he, is going to look real cool. I see it more as a comedy scene with, with Sandman trying to pause it. Right. He goes, no, 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 you've got it too far. No, she's in the frame no, now. Got, no, 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 rewind, rewind. No, you've got to dub it. You've got to hit play and record at the same time. Oh, no, you're recording over it. <laughs> And but can I just say though, Electro screams. This this character seems way more like um, uh, Green Goblin esque, like yeah. about Osborne. Yeah, like, that's true. It like that sort of really rich, like m- like uh, got a big plan. Everything. Yeah, yeah, like, and no, it's like kind of like Norman this like megalomaniac yeah. for power and status. And... That's what Norman sort of like. Yeah, but yeah. It doesn't really. Oh, Norman like to his friends. Yeah, Norman to <laughs> Mr. Osborne <laughs> to those. <laughs> Mr. Goblin. <laughs> Yeah, no, but it feels feels more like that. Except, yeah, no, except that, that's a, that's a great point. Now, Strand pulls MJ into the frame with him. He says, "Meet him at the top of the World Trade Center, a tower that will never, never be obsolete, <laughs> <laughs> for it is the only point in the city that shall remain forever." Yeah, good. Uh, a second later, the doors are kicked in. SWAT team members pour into the room. Another setup. The SWAT see Spider Man, the body. It looks bad. Spider-Man. Sorry, boys. Can't stay. They open fire and Peter leaps, spins and ducks, barely escapes. On the news, the manhunt for Spider-Man is the top story. His escape from the police, the kidnapping of Mary Jane Watson, and now the murder of Cordelia. It's all stacking up against him. Peter reaches the World Trade Center and he starts to climb. He's racing up sheer metal faces of the two World Trade Center towers like he's never climbed before. Because they're perfectly smooth. They're perfectly smooth. That's a good thing about them. 
Uh, he reaches the top of the tower and he comes face to face with Strand, who is holding Mary Jane Watson. I don't care about her now that you're here. She was just a lure. It's hard to get a meeting with you, young man. Relax, kid. I just want to talk. About what? About you. About your career. Think of me as a kind of guidance counselor. See, let's take your chosen field. Hero. See, bad choice. I'm recommending against him. It's not up to you. Think about it. You can't save the world. Why? Because you can't save people from themselves. From their own brutal and beardo natures. You're either a predator or prey in this world. A killer or a victim. People are by nature violent, stupid, confused, and greedy. Why waste your gift on the ungrateful masses who would love to see your mask ripped off and see you dragged through the slime? The only thing they love more than a hero is to see a hero fail, fall, screw up. To see them exposed in a scandal, arrested with their pants down, caught with their hands in the till. You know why? Makes them feel better about their own miserable lives. The myth is that people need heroes. People hate heroes. Heroes make them feel bad by creating examples they could never live up to. As long as the media can show day after day that people they respect and admire are just as twisted inside as they are, they are reassured. They can face their puffy faces in the mirror in the morning. Misery loves company. And everybody's miserable. You run around in your long underwear, coming off to them like some holier-than-holy saint. Mr. My Socks Don't Smell. You're heading for a big fall. They hate you. Look, I want this to work out. You're a smart kid, like the phony bracelets. That, that was a good idea. What are you talking about? Son, I know your secret. See, I had the web material you left all over my living room analyzed. It's real spider silk. You can take off the costume, but you will always be the Spider-Man. It's actually just Spider-Man. The point is you are not a hero. You are a spider. It's something you don't have a choice in. And spiders are predators. They kill to live. They kill to live. They are not hampered by humanitarian ideals or impeded in their lethal efficiency by delusions of morality. They are pure, powerful, as God made them. There are no merciful spiders. There are no vegetarian spiders. It is now time 
for you to face and accept your true nature. Join me. Together, we can shake this two-bit planet down to its last nickel. Take what is rightfully yours. You have been given a great gift for a reason. Do not squander it. Take, for example, this. A huge pallet stacked several feet high with cash. Of course, I seldom carry cash, but I had Boyd bring this down for demonstration purposes. Much more dramatic than a bank statement, wouldn't you say? How much is it? It's about, what is it, Boyd? 250. Thousand? Million, dear girl. Million. It's all I have lying around on such short notice. Of course! jump change compared to what you and I could do together. It's out there. All we have to do is take it. You know how I get this? It's half a cent here, half a cent there. Electronic transactions taking place millions of times a second all over the world. Nobody misses it. That's the beauty. You know, I I took some money once. It was easy. It was just sitting there. It was the solution to all of my problems, and there was nobody to stop me. Nobody could touch me. So I took it. And you know what I found out? What, son? That there is a line you don't cross. And that sometimes you only find the line by tripping over it the first time you cross it. But once you do, you always know right where it is. <laughs> oh, please. Next you're gonna tell me you gave the money back. More or less. <sighs> this is... a disappointment. Listen, you wanna talk about fate? Maybe there is a reason for all this. Maybe I was put here to stop guys like you when nobody else has the balls. Pretty tough talk. For a guy in a dead skin. Strand grabs Mary Jane. She feels the current running through her. Peter lunges and Strand turns up the juice. Peter stops. Strand grabs her head. See how my power turns women on. He kisses her at a high voltage. MJ convulses wildly. She bucks and goes still. Her head falls back. Dead as they come. What should we do? Call 911. I'll kill you, motherfucker. You hear me? You're dead, you sick bastard. See? That is exactly my point. You are a killer, kid. You've got it in you. Why don't you accept that? You want to rip my throat out right now. Strand puts his hand on Mary Jane's sternum and zaps her with a defib pulse. She opens her eyes, weakly. Strand looks down at her. I think there's real electricity between us. Don't you? Peter Parker with the blue language! Peter Parker does not swear in my book. <laughs> it does not work blue, Michael Campbell. It's outrageous. So I've got a couple of things yeah. to break down here. First of all, could you get a villain monologuing more? 
It's like a monologue on a monologue. It's pretty it's epic. It's long. And um, we love a villa monologue on this show. I know, we absolutely love it. But uh, I'm not sure whether the choice of words, you think your socks don't smell, yeah. <laughs> is that Which is funny because that seems like quite school boy. Yeah. And then Peter Parker was like, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> no, it's quite a job. Yeah. And then so they they pay off the the this. The Spider-Man yeah, yeah. joke with that. with It's built up like four to five times to just be, it's actually just Spider-Man. Spider-Man. But it, I mean, it should have, um, <laughs> Justin Timberlake should come in from the side and go, just get rid of the the. <laughs> just clean her that way and just walk off again. <laughs> Everyone's confused because that won't pay off for years. Yeah, but it'll pay off. <laughs> Someone's but- watching the, the, the social network and like, huh. <laughs> But in terms of that entire, like, interaction, mm. it's, like, at one point, was that Mary Jane saying, hey, how much money is that? Yeah, because he's it's obviously kidnapped so, Mary Jane. such a weird thing Right? To- he's kidnapped Mary Jane, taken to the top of the World Trade Center. But at one point, she just joins in. She's like, hey, wow, <laughs> wow that's, how yeah. much money is that? <laughs> he's just curious. But isn't he just about to kill you? <laughs> it seems like such a weird <laughs> thing to say. Man, so much going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So- uh, in this next line is written by Academy Award winning screenwriter Jim. Jim. <laughs> Peter goes berserk. <laughs> yes. Yes. Peter goes he berserk. He did claim he was going to kill that motherfucker. motherfucker. That's true. He fires webs at MJ, jerking her out of Strand's arms before he can react, and then he shoots off. Strand, in a fury, runs to the window, looking down. No sign of Spider-Man. They're, like, they're on like an observation. Oh, hang on. I, I thought they were like on the roof. No, they're sorry. They're, they're, I should, oh, okay. should have clarified. They're on the observation. Okay, deck. that makes more sense. <clears throat> on the roof of the tower. <laughs> okay, good. Here we go. Is the next line. Spider-Man gets MJ to the stairwell door. So he's grabbed MJ and he's, he's ran. Uh, he rips it off its hinges and he tells her to run. She starts down, then turns back to him. I love you. Says Mary Jane. And Spider-Man says, Cool. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he does. Is that really written there? Yep. I love you. Cool. cool. So that's right up there with, I, I know. know. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's trying to get his I know. Cool. <laughs> Spider-Man turns to see. Do you know how I would get a slap in the face <laughs> if I if the first Have time my girlfriend it? had said to me, I love you, and I went, cool. cool. <laughs> Especially if it was like finger guns, like, cool. Cool. <laughs> Cool a bananas. <laughs> so Spider-Man turns to see Strand summons a furious force field of electromagnetic energy. Concentrating, uses his electromagnetic force to bend the microwave towers towards him. It topples, falling over. So what he's doing, he's bending the, the tower at the top of the Twin Towers, right? Yeah. He's like, somehow he's using what, his electricity how, to... Yeah, that's what to, I don't get. Yeah, yeah. How it's, he can it, just do it's anything. It's treating like a magnet. But he rips it off and it falls between the towers. So it become like a bridge. It becomes a bridge. Yeah, okay. Sandman leaps onto this bridge and runs across to Spider-Man. Then in capital letters, the final battle. Oh. And... <laughs> And it's a real barn burner. (laughs) Does it say that? Yes. No, it doesn't. Vicious and elemental. I won't bore you with the details right now. Oh, James. But it's big. James, please bore us. Some of the highlights. A major slugfest with Sandman, during which they pound each other mercilessly and reduce every object in sight to junk. Peter is pummeled 
his costume ripped half off. Sandman gets spread around and then reforms. Again, Terminator 2 style. Oh, I oh yeah. yeah, that's yeah, liquid metal. Yeah, he, he'd kind of, I guess, perfected the man coming up from the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spidey sees Strand readying a mega blast. He fires a web at Sandman. He's a mega player. <laughs> Everything about him is mega. mega. He fires a web at Sandman, lassoing him. Just as Strand unleashes a bolt, Spidey drops over the edge, pulling the web taut, jerking Sandman, screaming right into the path of the lightning beam. So Strand's okay. going to shoot him. He's grabbed Sandman. Sandman in the way. Yep. The things hit him. But yep. what does lightning do to Sand? Turns wow. it into... <laughs> okay. ah. Jerking Sandman, screaming right into the path of the lightning beam. The furious bright plasma wraps over Sandman, turning him into molten... Glass? Correct. Yes. Strand summons, again, at the end of Terminator 2. When yeah, and, like, he, and, then, and then Spidey goes, Because he was writing this. Vista. He was like writing this after T2, right, was the thing. Yeah. I think he's writing that script and he turns to his other like little word processor and just says, oh, that's good. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then uh, Leo says, Oscar Luis Baby. Yeah, it's fucking great. Strand summons. Oscar. <laughs> Strand summons his Amper Rage to a single lethal blast. Strand fires. Peter leaps. In midair, he tags Strand with a loop of web and sails past him over the edge, jerking Strand with him over the side. So he's pulled him off the tower as they fall together down the face of the tower. Strand screams, unleashing bolts of power in all directions. From a distance, it looks like some kind of fantastic Jacob's Ladder as the arc lights up the gap between the two towers. Strand's deathfall is one of the most beautiful displays ever seen. What? Like a symmetrical release of energy which created him out of the art and the elements. Oh. I don't mind the idea of like the big Jacob's Ladder between the towers. That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Falling, Peter, fighting for consciousness fires webs at the wall. It grabs, and he swings towards the tower, slamming against it as the line pulls taut, holding, jerking him to a stop from 100 miles an hour to zero in one second. As Strand rockets past him, still falling, Peter holds the web with all his might, stopping Strand so suddenly that he slams into the seal columns along the side of the building with a sickening smack. Strand is bleeding badly broken inside, dying. Peter's mask is ripped half off by the fight. He pulls it off his head, showing his face to Strand for the first time. What's your name, kid? Parker. Peter Parker. (coughs) Peter Parker. So what, you're... Senior in high school? Yeah, I graduate next week. Unbelievable. And Strand dies. Oh, wow. Peter sags, spent. Then he sees a pallet of money. $250 million. People don't notice the cloud at first. A green cloud covering the city. A cloud of hundred dollar bills fluttering out across the city on a brisk breeze spreading for miles. Well, when they rebuilt the radio tower, I sort of made it my favorite hang. The money? 
cute trick, huh? Like I said, there's more than one way to be a saint. Did it save the world? Uh, it probably didn't save anybody, except maybe me. There was still the small manner of the woman I loved. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Again, he's not thinking of the economy. No. Two hundred fifty no, million dollars injected into a neighborhood. A lot of money. The keep, the rats will be as rich as rich can be. Keep a little. Keep a little. He keep deserves a little. it. Well, like a thousand bucks. Okay, this is what you do. You you send all the money out, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But you just send a lot of it to land in Aunt May's back garden, <laughs> and she just picks it up yeah, 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 because everyone yeah. else is picking it up. Yeah. yeah no yeah. one's saying, "Oh, I'm stealing this money." Oh, look. What if you 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 place it on the top of a building or something like that? If no one picks it up in two weeks, yeah. that's yours. Yeah. It's, they it's, had their chance. Yeah. Have you heard Finders versus Keepers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, the case of Finders yeah. versus Keepers yeah. 2000. Yeah. It's a legal precedent. <laughs> so Peter and MJ get their grade back on their science project. Oh my God. This science project is doing my head in. It's what been going for six months. did they get, Eden? I think they got an A+. Plus. A+. Plus. <laughs> she thanks him for helping her see the wonder of things. She kisses him. And, whoa. Wait a minute. That... Why does that kiss seem so familiar? My God. Peter? Are you really him? I mean... They go back into kiss, just as Flash grabs Peter oh, by the no. shoulder and drags Peter by the arm around the corner. He whirls on Peter without warning. Uh, and with a lightning roundhouse... He's used so many... Roundhouses. Same things again. Yeah. Explosions of glass, roundhouse <laughs> punches, spying on Mary Jane Watson. But of course, Peter ducks and Flash hits a brick wall. Peter shoots a tiny strand of web uh, to a nearby railing. Flash rushes him, tripping on the silk, and cartwheels into a wall. Idiot. Poor Flash. Poor like, Flash. I, like, Flash is a bad guy, yeah, but he's, he's getting more than he's come up with. All you do, like, if you hit a woman yeah. in a thing, it doesn't matter. How, you can just have anything happen to you. you I like to think that, like, it's good. he cartwheels into the wall and, like, slams his temple against the bricks. <laughs> he just slumps over. Well, I like the idea that he cartwheels because he's a gymnast. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, hey, yo. So all the kids standing around the schoolyard are laughing uproariously. Oh, so good. We now cut to Spider-Man, still hanging on the World Trade Center. Mary Jane and I got accepted in different colleges. When you know it. But we see each other every weekend. Her grades are better than mine. But I blame it on the heavy hours. It's not easy being your friendly neighborhood spider takes it out of you. Well, it's a school night. Gotta fly. Be good. And that is how James Cameron's Spider-Man comes to a close. Okay. So so who is he talking to? He's, he's like narrating. There's like a conceit because it starts and ends with him hanging off yeah. the tower. But is he talking to the us as the audience? Or? Yeah, it's more of an, a voiceover monologue more than him talking directly to the camera Deadpool style. I want him down the fourth yeah, yeah. wall straight oh, to the barrel. I didn't see you there. <laughs> I'm I guess I'm just hanging around because Peter Parker would make those kind of jokes. Yeah, yeah, big time, big time. Uh, yeah, it's like a voiceover narration more than... Uh, more than more than talking to the camera, which is is something that like that's a big thing in comic books. Is like you often hear them in a monologue of the character, yep. which is it seems surprising to me that no comic book movie has really done that. 
Batman is a big one. Batman is always detecting things in like yeah. b- like like balloons and stuff above. He's the world's greatest detective. A Batman movie should have like a mon- like a voiceover monologue like that because that's how the comics written. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, well, maybe the Batman will do that. Maybe the Batman. It's just Batman. It's okay, cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> so, what happened to James Cameron's Spider-Man? Well, I'll let the man himself, Jim, as I like to call him, uh, explain a little bit. Well, Spider-Man was always my main man growing up, and uh, I actually, I actually rescued that that uh, project from the from the kind of the ash heap, and started to develop it when I was at Carolco. Then Carolco went bankrupt. And then, and then uh, eventually it got resurrected at Sony with Sam Raimi, and now it's on, on its next generation after that. I'm not going to touch Spider-Man now because I think they've got that. You know, man. Oh. So some low-res audio there, but he said that Carol Co. went broke, and then they end up selling to Sony, Sony, who makes the Spider-Man movies to this very day. But it gets a little more... That's a very simplified version of yeah. it. Yeah. So when James Cameron agreed to make Spider-Man... Carol Coe lawyers simply used a previous Terminator 2 contract as a template. And a clause in this agreement gave Cameron the right to decide on the movie's advertising and credits. Show business trade articles and advertisements made no mention of Goylan. Uh, I remember Goylan from now, the start of the episode. Now, what was Goylan's one? So he had to be the producer. He had to be the producer. It was like his vanity project. So show business trades made no mention of Goylan, who was still actively assembling elements for this film. In 2003, Goylan complained publicly and finally instigated legal action against Carol Coe for disavowing his contractually guaranteed credit as a producer. On the other hand, Cameron had the contractual right not to credit him. So it was a chicken and the egg situation. This whole thing came down to two egos, one being like, my name must be on the movie and the poster, and then James Cameron saying, your name will not be be on the movie or the poster. And he kept suing Carol Co. until eventually they went, went bankrupt broke because they wouldn't add him as a producer to the movie. Eventually, Carol Co. sued Viacom and Columbia, and the two studios countersued Carol Co. It ended up in this like cavalcade of lawsuits all around this one guy wanting producer credit. 20th Century Fox wow. contested Cameron's participation, claiming exclusively on his services as a director under yet another contract. So in 2006, Carol Coe, 21st Century, and Marvel all went bankrupt. Wow. <laughs> so people were suing people left, right, and center. They were suing him while Everyone he was suing was him. Sued. So. And nothing got made. Goylan suing because he wasn't a producer and James Cameron saying, I'll never do it. But then 20th Century Fox suing James Cameron because they're like, no, no, you need to direct movies for us under your contract. But then uh, you also had uh, Carol Coe and Viacom and Columbia all suing each other and then being counted by the other people. This is insane. Yeah. They talk. They, you always hear about the, all the rights to all these comic book things being so like complicated, and everyone owns it. But that's insane. That's insane. But it's funny because if they had have just given him the credit, none of this would have happened. Yeah, well, we would and have it's a just James this Cameron weird Spider-Man. James Cameron ego thing, and he so, probably would have never made Titanic. No, that's the thing. Uh, so we've got one more quote of James Cameron talking about the cancellation oh, yeah. of this movie. Spider Man. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Spider-Man was was uh, was kind of nowhere. Uh, Canon, which was a very low-budget film company back in the '80s, had had it briefly. Nobody re had really done anything with it. M the Marvel Comics characters in general weren't being developed very well at that time, and uh, I I got. Carol Co. to buy Spider-Man, and I was going to I was going to launch that as a series of series of films, and I wrote an initial quite extensive treatement, I think eighty or ninety page treatment on it, um, and uh, then again when Carol Co. collapsed, those rights were in play, um, and I didn't I didn't pursue it because I was on to Titanic and I was I was doing other things, um, so but that was the, but but Spider-Man was the coolest when I was a kid. I mean. You know, that, that's, to me, there was all the other superheroes and there was Spider-Man. So having not gotten Spider-Man, it's not like I now am looking around for the next comic book character. Yeah, yeah there you go. Now, do you think, because everyone's always kind of says, like, oh, imagine if James Cameron made Spider-Man. He must be so sad that he didn't get to. Do you think as a consolation prize, making the biggest movie of all time would have satiated his, uh, yeah. his disappointment? Because I, don't, I honestly don't think that this Spider-Man would have become the highest grossing film of all time. No. I don't think and that. And it, it's interesting because, like, let's say he made this, which means he, he I'm sure he was always going to make Titanic, but it, that gets pushed back, back five yeah. years. Yeah. The cast probably changes of that movie. The the social, like, Oh, uh, I just realised Leo's in Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. But he would have aged up now, like five extra years. Would he still have played the young guy? Would Kate Winslet have been too old? No, you know who would have played him? Who? Toby Maguire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about that for an alternative universe, <laughs> my friends? Imagine you've yeah. got Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> Spider-Man, Toby, Toby Maguire, Jack Dawson. <laughs> There, oh and then man. suddenly, fast forward, you've got Tobey Maguire in The Revenant winning oh, an Oscar. Imagine the Great Gatsby movie, but reverse. <laughs> oh, oh my God, this universe rules! You've got Tobey Maguire doing the the, the rays of the glass. <laughs> Love it. Oh, Love man, it. That's interesting. Now, question we always ask at the end of this show: Given you've just read the the words of James Cameron here, you've heard some scene recreations. Do you want to see James Cameron's Spider-Man? I've got, I've, I think one thing comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I think it's, I think it's cool. Uh -huh. I think with Leo in it mm -hmm. and stuff like that, I think it's really cool. Ultimately, I don't like what they did with the villains. Yep. Um, I think they sort of miscast some of the villains and it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it has that big arcing, like store, like that really big. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a huge blockbuster, does it? No, no, it does. If in, in terms of the scale, and they talk more these days about how like everyone got that superhero fatigue because everything has a world destroying blue laser in it, yeah. and uh, one of the reasons that people really like Deadpool was it was just a little story about him trying to get his girlfriend back. But this being the one of the first big comic book films, mm. you sort of need that scale yeah. a little bit more. And it's, it's not like I'm going to destroy the city or anything like that. It is just, hey, come and work for me, mate. And then he ultimately doesn't and kills him. I'll tell you why I don't want to see it. Okay. Uh, there's, there's a few reasons. One, this is, a, this is a theme in a lot of cancelled movies as we're discovering rapidly throughout this series is that some characters are sex pests. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I don't like that element. I don't like the constant spying. I don't, yeah. Uh, but the the thing that I find really weird is that James Cameron is is like, 
it seems like, I guess, the most fundamental, if you don't really understand Spider-Man, this is probably what you do. The idea that Spider-Man is like a spider. Yeah. He's like he's evolving really, into yeah, a spider. He's really drilled down into the spider aspect he, of the man. He makes love like a spider. spider yeah. He has the real silk. And, and Strand even says to him, you are... A spider. spider. Yeah, you're a predator. You, you need to kill like a spider. He's drawn to the darkness out of his bedroom window. Yeah. I don't like it. No, it's not. It's not. It, I think it. I think what the Tom Holland Spider-Man's capture is that youthful sort of fun. Yeah. And I think there's. it, it feels like there's little elements of that. Like, you know, when he's doing the stuff, he's trying to dance for yeah. quarters and stuff like that. Reminds you of like but Shazam. Shazam sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very good Yeah, reference. But it ultimately it falls more into that, oh, I'm a bit ant like dark and it's a bit yeah, yeah that where it, it's got to keep that lightness of this 17 year old kid yeah yeah i love the vcr technology i loved it i love that loved, <laughs> loved the villain layer i love i love i love a film with people in wetsuits <laughs> yeah consistently. there's two sex scenes in this movie one is in a wetsuit so, and one is a spider like, mating sp- ritual a spider mating ritual with bondage <laughs> But, and and just a lot why, of a why lot, why are we making this podcast? Well, mate, because <laughs> the people this? need to know. Because too many people are out there going, "Oh, James Cameron Spider Man would have been the best film yeah. ever." Have you heard it? <laughs> have you listened to it? No. If you this have someone a, that has said the words James yeah. Cameron Spider Man would have been awesome, yeah. send them this, this episode. And because this is what this is a public service we're doing for people here. We don't want to do this. No, we hate this. I know. <laughs> I could be doing anything else, but we do this for the people so they know that next time one of their mates yeah. goes, hey, do you know James Cameron was going to do Spider-Man? It was going to be the best film ever. You can go, bondage sex Stop scene. Right there. Um, do you think Leonardo DiCaprio wailing his arms <laughs> around like a mating spider is cool? Yeah. No. Do you think spying on a woman as she gets changed is cool? No. These are the facts. These are the facts <laughs> that are on the table right now. So ultimately, I think we're passing on this. It's going to be a no from us. Yeah, it's, it's a hard no. It's a hard, it's a hard pass. Well, we have come to the end of the very weird project that was James Cameron's Spider-Man. We hope you enjoyed this episode and this movie, and we would love it if you could subscribe. We don't care if it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you like to listen. We're happy to have you as a subscriber, and it really does help us get discovered in the charts. It would also be terrific if you could leave us a five-star rating, or most importantly of all, tell a friend. We are completely independent here at Cancelled Movie Report, so your support really does mean the world to us. What do you think of the movie? And did we miss anything? We would love to hear from you. You can always get in touch with us via cancelledmovies at gmail.com or at cancelledmovies on all of the socials. And hey, maybe you have a cancelled movie project you've always wanted to hear about. Why not let us know? You can fill out a form in the episode description alerting us to a project and we may just give it the Cancelled Movie Report treatment. I'm Michael Campbell. I've hosted and edited this episode, and Eden Porter was my co-host too, and we both produced the show. We would also like to thank our amazing voice cast, especially our Leonardo DiCaprio Spider-Man, all of which are listed in the episode notes. Now, make sure you are listening next week, because we have unearthed a little gem of a movie that you may not have even heard of. We're talking about Green Arrow Escape from Supermax. Make sure you're listening next week, but... Want a little taste? Here you go. Since we have no confidence that a conventional lockup will be able to contain a man in Mr. Queen's abilities, it is the recommendation of this court that he spends the remainder of his life in the only place in the world that could lock him down. 
the Supermax Penitentiary for Metahumans. But until next week, take care.